And welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Ooh, wowza. It's been a wild past couple of weeks, you know, but we're getting better. Got a great episode for you today. Michelle Griffo, one of my really good friends, amazing kindergarten teacher, former kindergarten teacher. Now she's running Apples and ABCs, which is just like helping kindergarten pre-K teachers all over the world. We sit down and we chat about what it's like to have a kid who's the age of the grade that you're currently teaching. (laughs) Let me just say hilarity ensues. You're not going to want to miss it. Go ahead and follow Michelle at apples and ABCs on Instagram. You won't want to miss her. She's great. But I want to let you know your boy's back on the road. Yes, I sure am. Cannot wait. We got tickets available still for upcoming shows. So this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm in Washington, D.C. Come out to the show. From there, I'm going to Virginia Beach. Then I'm going to be at Relit in Alberta with Dr. Jody Carrington. Cannot wait for that one. Great friend. Love her. Cannot wait to be together. From there, it's Pittsburgh, Raleigh, Charlotte, Omaha, Des Moines, Kansas City. Those rebookings from the last time, they're all back on the schedule. Then we got a long weekend in Portland. Then all my Michigan shows, Grand Rapids, Royal Oak. Kalamazoo with another weekend in Tacoma and another weekend in San Diego, then San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, San Francisco, Edmonton, Irvine, San Jose, Tempe. We're coming all over the place. You guys get your tickets to the live show at MrDTimes3.com. That's MrDTimes3.com. And also we made a little cool change here. If you get a VIP ticket, you're going to get preferential seating, so you get to sit up front. But also in the VIP, I'm doing a new little podcast segment here. Oh, that's right. I'm doing a live Q&A at all of the shows where you can ask questions. We'll banter back and forth, have a good time, interact together. And those segments will be ending all podcast episodes. So who knows? You might actually be on the Social Studies Podcast if you get a VIP ticket. Again, tickets are at MrDTimes3.com. And also, if I'm not coming to your city by chance or you just want a little bit more D in your life, (laughs) I'm doing a virtual show, a virtual back-to-school show. It's half game show, half comedy show. I have teacher comics from all over the country who are going to be up in there on this with us. And I'm playing games with you where we interact together, where you can win some awesome prizes. And yes, we do have some amazing prizes. That is going to be on Sunday, the 22nd, and it's open to anybody who is a Patreon fan. So once you're a Patreon fan, you're going to get the link to the Zoom so you can get in there and join the show on the 22nd. And Patreon is only $5 and you get Tons of bonus content, bonus content of the Social Studies Podcast. You actually get a free VIP upgrade to whatever live show you're coming to if you're a Patreon fan. And then on top of that, you're going to get access to the Back to School Comedy Game Show on the 22nd. You can become a Patreon fan at patreon.com slash Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Dombrowski. And if you are a Patreon fan, just became one or about to become one, stick around to the end of the podcast where you get a little special shout out at the end of the episode. 
Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. And it's back-to-school time, and we want to make sure that you pack the essentials to keep your essentials looking essential, okay? The Manscaped fourth-generation performance package does just that. Things are opening back up. Kind of. So you got to be ready for whatever your daily schedule looks like. And it's the perfect package for your package or your man's package or your man's man's package. We're not judging over here. Listen, either way, you're going to want the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. When you get it, you're going to be joining 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code social studies. Manscaped is going to be great. Trust me, I started using this a few years ago and I have not had any nicks, cuts, bruises, anything since because Manscaped uses their own cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their new skin safe technology. And listen, the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped's also thrown in two free gifts with the Manscaped boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Anyway, trust me, you're going to want Manscaped. And if you don't want Manscaped for you, you're going to want to get Manscaped for someone who might be able to use it. You know, they'll take the hint. And ladies, don't get me wrong. Just because it's called Manscaped doesn't mean you can't use it, too. You might want to try it. Anyway, you can get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code SOCIALSTUDIES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code MANSCAPED at manscaped.com. This is the year. Come on. Let's do it. You guys are going to love it. Thank you, Manscaped. Yo, without further ado, I'm loving this episode. I hope you guys are going to love it too. Here is the Social Studies Podcast with Michelle Griffo. One of my favorite people back on the pod. I call her Madam Kindergarten herself. Michelle Griffo. Hey, girl. Hi. How have you been? Oh, I've just been so good over here. Having a good time. How's your summer? You know, it's been good. We live by the beach. So. Oh, my I've God. Been- you're off the podcast. Delete this episode. <laughs> I know. So, but I, so I've been taking my kids to the beach, but that's not as relaxing as going by myself, you know? Oh, yeah. So, you know, just trying to make the most of summer before school starts. So we went on a little bit of a family vacation and there's a lot of kids. I have a very big family and there's a lot of little elementary school kids, which I love them because they're very, very good. But sometimes in that trip, I decided it was a good idea to rent a boat and just like get away for the full day. Because girl, like, you know what it's like when you're a teacher and you're around kids, like in your non-teacher time, it's kind of like mama needs a minute. A hundred percent. Something just changes me, especially when I, you have to agree with me on this. Misbehave children in public and the parents are doing nothing. I can't, I can't, I can't. No, okay. I try not to judge because you don't know the person's situation, all that stuff. 100, 100. And I'm not mom shaming. Right. But when you jump into a situation, you're like, oh my gosh, what is happening? But I've also been in a situation where I've been like, my kid is out of control right now. And I can only imagine. What's that like? I don't know. Sometimes you just give up. Really? Really? (laughs) Not really. But like, if it's been a long day, you're just like, screw it. No, but I know what you mean as far as. You're like, these are just simple things and 
you're trying not to judge, but it's so hard, you know? Because here's the thing. I, I never interject ever, especially in public. I never interject. Except one time I did see a group of kids stealing and I was like, absolutely not. So and there was like no parent in sight. But I was like, do you know what they did? They did the most student-y thing. This was when I was on the road, too. I was okay. in the hotel. This hotel had a really cool, like, shop set up with, like, merch and snacks. And these kids were just taking the snacks and, like, putting, shoving them in their pockets and taking them. And they were going for, like, all the candy and stuff. And then when the, what do we call them, a bellhop? A bellhop? Sure. The hotel worker walked yeah. by. Yeah, this yeah. is the most student thing ever. They turn to him, open package of Skittles, eating it. And they go, how much is this? Shut no. up. Yes, yes. And he was like, uh, $4.95 and walked away. And I knew what they were doing. So I was like, I just walked up to them and I said, you know what? Santa's always watching. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I don't want to be that guy. No, Totally. But I don't interject because I always think about that teacher. You know her. When your class is having a little bit of a struggle bus time in the hallway and she decides it's her duty to interject. Absolutely not. Oh, totally. Like, especially if you're like walking down the hall, like whatever the situation is and your kids aren't in a perfect line and then they have to interject and let you know that they're not in a perfect line. It's like, okay, just back it up for a second, you know? Especially because... I would say the majority of the time I'm ignoring a behavior intentionally. Right, right. And then she just comes in here and she's like going to take control of the situation. I'm like, girl, I got this. You don't know. I know you're going to retire in a year and you think that you're better than everyone else here. But guess what? It's not today. Right. What's it like having a kid who's going to be in the grade that you're you're most familiar with or teaching at the time? Okay, this is my worst nightmare come to a reality. Like this is okay. So my so my like favorite grade to teach and where I have the most experience is kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And my son was in TK last year, and now he's going into kindergarten. And I have realized I am the worst um, helicopter parent ever. Like it, it's, it's the worst situation. No, no, it's, I'm so disappointed in myself, but thank the good Lord that 99% of everything I keep to myself mm -hmm. and I'm catching myself. Like I should send this email or I should ask about this or I should bring this up. And I don't, but I'm like, if I had no experience of being a teacher, I would be the worst parent. And that's very disappointing to see in myself. Okay. So like, give me an example. Like what's something you've done that's making you the worst okay there's so many things <laughs> let's lay out the list okay. girl so i'm gonna take it back to the this is the beginning when my son was in the like the year before tk so he's in preschool mm -hmm. and my son's really sweet like he has a really sweet heart um, except for the time he told you your bangs were ugly <laughs> yes except he hated my haircut okay but but he's also like has a really fun personality so the teacher needs to talk to me after school Turns out my son during circle time is like rolling around on the carpet and making kids laugh and all this stuff. And so she wanted me to talk to him about it. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, she also tells me that he stuck his tongue out at her. Ooh. And do you know what my response was? Oh God, I am scared for you. I, I, I hope we can still be friends after whatever you're about to tell me. 
<laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Oh no, Michelle. I said, you know what? That's really not like him. And I'm sure he didn't really stick his tongue out at you. I bet he was just making a silly face. I, I can't even get this out without laughing. I was like, he was probably licking his lips or making a silly face. Like, I'm sure he didn't stick his tongue out at you. You did not I did, say I did. that. Okay, so I said this and I believed that when I said it. I was like, there's <laughs> no way my son would do that. That's so disrespectful. So then, you know, I talked to him about circle time like a couple days later. You know what he does at home? He stuck his tongue out at you? Yep. And I was horrified. And that was the time where like my teacher brain turned on. And I'm like, I have to keep this in check because like, I'm so glad it wasn't fifth grade. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. I'm like, so I like apologized to the teacher and I was like, I'm so sorry. I, you know, whatever. But so that was, that was the first thing that happened. Wait, let me pause you really quick too. Okay. So as the teacher in that moment, I sometimes get a lot of like weird looks when I do this, but even though I'm a kindergarten teacher, I am very rigid with those kids because you know how it is. I'm so sorry to say this. People don't like when I say this. You are a dog trainer of humans. And if you you don't knock it the first time it happens, it will continue. So when kids pull that stunt, I pull them aside and I pretend like I'm about to cry. Like my heart is just so hurt. And I tell them, I do so much for you. I think about you every time when I go home and you would do this to my heart. And I get them to just where I think they're about to cry. And then I like pull back because I'm like, guess who you're not going to do that to? Me. Try it. You will not win. No, I know. It's so hard. And even with the thing of the rolling on the carpet, I was like, thank you for, you know, telling me I'm going to tell him to, you know, be respectful. Circle time is for listening, blah, 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 blah. So then she comes back and it happens again. And so this is when I had to like, I didn't know what to do at this time. Cause now I'm like, I don't be a jerk. You know, we already, I already did that once, but I wanted to say like, I'm not there in the classroom to get him not to roll on the carpet. So I can do everything at home. And we had this conversation, but I don't. You have to make him not roll on the carpet at school. Like, I don't know what to say, you know? But so I was, I didn't know how to navigate that. Like, well, it's your classroom management problems, not mine, you know? But I, I didn't. I was like, okay, we'll keep talking to him at home. But like, maybe when he does it in the classroom, you can give him a consequence right there. Right. In the moment every time, you know? Oh, you teachered the teacher real quick, like subtle. I felt like that was much like a better way of navigating it versus saying, I'm sure he didn't roll on the carpet. <laughs> was was she a new teacher? No, huh? And she's a great teacher. I feel like you're, as he continues to go through school, you're going to come across one of two teachers. You're going to come across people who have been like doing it for a long time and they're like, I got this. But I also feel like with you having as big as a platform as you have, and I guess this is going to be the same for me when my kids are in school, it's inevitable that our kids will have a teacher that are familiar with us already. So I wonder if you're ever going to get a teacher who's kind of like, do you have any tips, you know? Hey, wait, can I tell you something really embarrassing? What else I did? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so speaking of like, do teach if teachers will know you or do you have any tips? So when we were trying to figure out where to send Harry to school, because the world's just crazy right now as far as just, I don't know, you know, do you do private school? Do you do public school? Do you charter school, homeschool? Like there's all these options. Mm-hmm. And as a teacher, and knowing the importance of education, not one form fits all children, right? So of course. 
to me, I was like, public school is the way to go, but what would be best? I have no idea. Let's, let's look at all the options. So this would have been in January when it was like COVID there. It wasn't locked down. Like schools were in session out here at least, but you couldn't tour schools for the upcoming year. Oh yeah. Yeah. They weren't letting adults on campus for tours. It was like a zoom weird tour. Oh no. Anything. And so I, embarrassingly enough, I leveraged my Instagram account to get tours. How did you message the school from your account? (laughs) First of all, I'm only slightly neurotic and I understand that this is ridiculous. And um, am I allowed to say the word douchebag? Oh, absolutely. Okay. 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 So I'm not, I'm not a complete douchebag. Like. Having followers on Instagram does not equate to anything besides you know how to work an app and you have good ideas or whatever. It doesn't mean you're a good teacher. It doesn't yeah. mean you're a bad teacher. Having so a like, lot of followers on Instagram is like being rich in Monopoly money. Right. Okay. So um, I don't, and I don't want to discredit anyone with a lot of followers, but I'm like, it's, it's also not real life. I have, a, I feel like I have a very healthy view of Instagram. So I'm not like, oh, do you, you know, do you follow me? Like, it's not that, but In a situation where I needed, I wanted to get on the school campus to just look around and see what it's like and get like a a vibe. You can't through the computer, you know, and especially if there was private schools where you're paying for them, I'm not going to like close my eyes and send them to a random school. Yep. So this is what I did. Oh, God. I went on my (laughs) Apples and ABCs account and I looked at the private school's Instagram. Mm hmm. Then I went in the tagged photos to see if there was any kindergarten teachers that had tagged their school. (laughs) Then I went and I looked to see if they followed me. So for my credit, I'm not a complete douchebag. If the teacher followed me, I messaged them because I'm like, if they follow me, they know my personality. It's like kind of funny. I didn't like cold call a random person and be like, Hey, do you, you know, you know, so, so the douchebag was kind of in check. And so there was two different schools where I messaged the kindergarten teacher that followed me. I was like, Hey, this is a situation. Can you talk to your principal? Can I get a tour? And it worked. It worked. It worked. I was able to go like on the weekend or after school hours and tour the school. Okay. I'm not judging you at all because what you actually did there, you mama bared it. Right. You got to make sure, especially with these crazy times, that's your kid. You got to make sure that you're doing the best for your kid and you just use the resources that you had to ensure that you're making the right choice for him. Okay. See, you you prefaced it better than I did. But yeah, so that was awesome. And was the experience good or was it weird with that teacher? No, it was totally fine. And I'm glad I did because... Like one of the schools that looked one way I didn't want to send him to once I got on campus and could look around and ask questions. And also another thing is like being a kindergarten teacher on a tour. Oh, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. I I like wrote the questions I was asking. Like the first first couple of tours, I tried to be like parent hat on. Don't ask, you know, ridiculous questions. And then some of the tours, the principal and the teacher would just stare at me like, I can't believe you're asking this. But then I was like, well, I have experience. I'm a teacher. This is why, you know. And especially, honestly, especially with private school, 
anybody who's considering taking their kid to private school, which, okay, here's the thing too, just like you said, no judgment. You got it. You put your kid in the best situation with, with what you got. If you're sending your kid to private school and you're going to be paying for that, you have every right to ask whatever it is you want. No judgment. Okay. So, you know, there's lots of different curriculum. There's lots of different ways to teach kids. And so what I'm about to say, no shame for anyone does it this way. It's just not my, what I've been trained to do. Mm -hmm. And that is teaching cursive in kindergarten. Oh no, stop. (laughs) It is. And so there was one school where, and I, I mean, I don't know, like, um, people that do teach cursive in kindergarten, there's a reason why they do it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, but I wasn't trained on that way. And I don't, that way doesn't make sense to me. And so when I was asking questions to the principal about the cursive, I'm like, if a kid is trying to, to spell k- at, and they're trying to learn to connect letters, how do they hold their pencil up at the top upstroke to then co- connect it to an A? I'm like, no one can do that if they're learning how to write cursive at the same time. And they don't even have fine motor skills yet. They can't. I know. So yeah, I'm just like a complete nightmare. Like. Apparently, I actually don't blame you on that one. I don't blame you at all. But I think, too, it's actually a good thing. I'm up for a position right now, potentially for a long term kindergarten position for next year. Okay. as it stands right now, I'm going to be subbing in the building, but in a different building three days a week. You know, it's looking great, but I would like to be more involved. So I'm up for potentially doing a long term kindergarten. But here's the cool thing about it. Right. The teacher who's going to be on leave reached out to me specifically on Instagram and was like, hey, I'm in the area. I know you're looking for something like this because you're talking about this is exactly what you want. Would this be any of interest of you? I think you'd get along with my team really well. And that's when I was like, this isn't me wrongly using my presence. It's this person already knows what you're going to get. And like, I was like, this is actually a really cool blessing, you know, because they kind of already know my style and stuff. I'm like, that's great. Okay. So like in the, the teacher presenting community, like one session that I've passionate about that I've actually never formally presented on, but I have like it all in my head is why I think teachers should have an Instagram account. Obviously, if, if that's something you are interested in or whatever, but I'm, there are so many opportunities that come up that can like, there's, you can, it's your own professional development and the people you can meet and the people you can learn from or teach. It's like, I, I don't know, doors just open when you can connect to other educators online yep. versus being just in your building. You know, I do that when I, I present, when I do PD, I kind of like touch on that a little bit too, because people are so interested about it. And I tell right. teachers like, you don't have to be you don't have to be posting and creating and doing, but at least be a lurker. Because when I actually started the whole Mr. Deep thing, you know, I was doing comedy, but I started it because I was on a team of two and Mm -hmm. my co-teacher, like I didn't see eye to eye with. So I started this account and immediately my PLC went from two in my building to 2 million globally People from all over the world who are teaching the same thing that I was so I could look and see and ask and talk and connect and let them make my practice better. Because in my PLC of two, I wasn't able to get what I needed. So a hundred percent. And I think one, one thing, like if you don't have a teacher Instagram account and it's kind of hard to understand is that when you have an account, you actually make friends with people 
behind just commenting on uh, each other's. Hello, posts. this podcast, we met through the internet. Right. And like, I have a girlfriend that we were, I was in her wedding because of Instagram and we met that way. So it's like, you can build real relationships with people real, and learn and grow. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a huge blessing. Like you say, because there's just so much opportunity. Did you do any more weird stuff about? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Cause you're weird. like, I got a list. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, I did. So now that I'm trying to like keep myself in check and like my goal as a parent is to support the teacher and what they're doing in the classroom. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm trying to bring it back around to like what a teacher's perspective is of what the parent's supposed to be. Um, so like, but so when there was like a heat wave or whatever, I noticed my son's water bottle was coming back home. Like, oh, you <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm going to stop the podcast. I think I'm going to end the episode. (laughs) Okay. I didn't do this, but I was like, I need to write this email. And then I didn't, but I wanted to be like, hi, Mrs. Smith. That's not her name. I just made that up. But I was like, um, can you just make sure my son takes more sips of water throughout the day? Because I noticed his water bottle is coming back empty. Like those are the things I'm refraining from sending. Thank the Lord. Type it out and press delete i need to like keep a list of all the things the like neurotic things i'm holding back from doing you know but see but see here's the thing too i feel like i'm gonna end up being that parent too because I can't wait. because it's like your kid so it's like okay like i, I care about them all but i really care about this one so Please. that's gotta be a weird dichotomy but the thing the thing i think for me when my kids are five I'm either going to move into my own house or I'm going to not teach kindergarten until they're in first grade. Right. One of the two, because I don't think I can go from 20 something five year olds to going home to like one or two more super needy ones. And no, we're like gunning for twins. So it's going to oh be. Gosh, yeah, I know. I can't, that would be you could have your own circle time with your family. I told Morgan, too. I was like, listen, when our kids get like of school age, you just you just, you know, sit passenger and have fun. You're along for the ride. But it, Papa's hey, in you, charge. you know, what's cool, like with my husband, we um, he has been really like he's totally invested, totally has all the conversations with me about education. Um, and shares his input, but he really has been like, you are the educator. If, if there's ever like, we have different points of view, he goes with what I say. And granted he needs to like rein in like the, um, if I'm going to be like, my son doesn't stick his tongue out, but, uh, keep me in check on those ways. But no, it's, it's been good. You know, that there's that level of like respect and trust of like, yeah, this is your profession. You know, you got this. That's good. I hope Morgan and I kind of have the same relationship where I told him too, like, I want to hear your opinions and things like that, but I I have the final say. No, totally. (laughs) And I'm like, I want us to like have a conversation about this in case something goes sideways. It was like both of our decision. You know, we can't blame (laughs) me. Yeah, it's a partnership. Right, right. We both decided. So it's not my fault. One of the things that I love about you too is like, we're, we're sort of the same too. Like we our teachers like running businesses here too. And app, right. you know, I'm in the business of show, show business, and you're over here running apples and ABCs, which let me tell you guys too, 
did save my life my first year in kindergarten because Michelle sent me all these amazing resources. If you ever saw the video of my Valentine's Day project that I did with my students where I did the love monster for I didn't even know the book, by the way, until you told me. And I didn't realize that that's like a kindergarten thing. Like when I was holding it up, like teachers were like, I was like, you guys should get this great book or whatever. People were like, yeah, you fucking noob. Of course, we already have it. We've been reading it for years. I'm like, okay, okay, welcome. But you had the cute love monster craft that my students just butchered. You warned me. You warned me. (laughs) I said, first of all, when I saw that you were teaching kindergarten, I was like, are you kidding me? You didn't think it was true. You texted me. You were like, is it true? Is this true? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a joke. And then I just sent you a file of a bunch of resources because I'm like, he's not going to have any clue. Like, where do you even start? And then I sent him this craft. I was like, you have to give the pieces out in a certain order or it's going to end up as a disaster. You don't just give them 15 pieces to cut and glue. Did you listen? didn't you know what I don't I don't okay I don't know if it's that I didn't listen or I forgot because I had so much going on like when you a first year kindergarten teacher like just so much but I'm actually so my Irvine show got rescheduled so you're still going to be able to see it okay I was so sad I mean I was was sad you you couldn't go obviously but I was like I thought I was so excited to see you I was very excited to see you, but I was more excited for you to see the show because I have a joke in my new show that's about them cutting no. out. Yeah, yeah, that's about oh, them I cutting. Wait. I can't wait. It, I wrote the whole thing. It's it's about when they were cutting out the love monster, and I was like, and this kid, I, without giving too much of the joke away, I'm like, this kid handed his work to me, and you would have thought the spirit of Pablo Picasso was whispering in his ear, put the eyes where the butthole goes, because oh, it was yeah. just, his art was just, oh, was it even art? You know, it was it was abstract. Oh, so good. But so I was good. waiting for you to see that part, because I think, I'm pretty sure you would have been like, this is what that's about. Oh my gosh. No, I can't wait. I'm yes. I will go when it's, when you, when it's rescheduled, I'm so excited. So what's the latest with apples and ABCs right now? How's the biz doing? It's going well. It's going really well. I have this, um, new opportunity for teachers. So, okay. My heart is with kindergarten teachers taking the load off of their plate, especially teachers that are new to kindergarten like, you know, like, like you were or whatever, not, and even if it's, even if you're teaching second grade, move to kindergarten, first grade, move to kindergarten, you know, anytime I've switched grade levels, it's like a whole new career. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I truly, wanted to be, that's not an no, exaggeration. It is truly like you've changed jobs completely. It's a hundred percent. Like it's a brand and it's overwhelming. And so I wanted to take the load off of teacher's plate and in, in a new way, so I created the Enchanted Little Learning Corner. Ooh, it's enchanted and it's little it's and it's learning. so enchanted. It has a long name, but it's worth it. So basically it's a monthly membership for pre-K, TK, which is transitional kindergarten um, or kindergarten teachers. And so each month they get access to five different resources like a craft and math centers and learning centers and a bunch of different things. And then they get some PD from guest speakers. So it's been really exciting. We kicked it off in July. Now, this is something that I love too, because when you're new to any grade, this is true. But when you're new to kindergarten, when I was in those upper grades, I was kind of like a TPT skeptic, if you will, where I was kind of like, you know, I had a lot 
of curriculum at my hands already. And the kids don't necessarily need as much physical as they do in the lower grades. When I started teaching kindergarten, things like what you're talking about right now saved me because there's so many times in the day where they finish 15 minutes earlier than what you had planned and you just need to like pull something that goes along with what you were teaching or or just listening to other people outside of your PLC or just getting like small tips and tricks along the way like this is the type of stuff that made me survive last year a hundred percent and the thing about kindergarten is like let's say your school gives you the curriculum or whatever just that alone doesn't fill up your whole day. Like you need supplemental things that the kids learn and are working in such quick segments, you know? Mm -hmm. And the thing that also is very time consuming for teachers is like, okay, let's say you have learning centers planned, a craft planned, a writing center and morning work. Those are all things that I have in the membership. It's like, okay, you do that one month, the next month you got to research all over again and figure out what you're going to use for the next month. So this way, you know what's coming each month. You know what day you're going to get it. You don't have to research from month to month what you, you know, what you want to use because it's just provided for you. And then it kind of, the curriculum kind of grows with the students as they grow through the grade level. Um, so yeah, so it's just been so exciting. And we have a Facebook group and um, that's for like the members only. And it's been really fun. I'm trying to really encourage everyone like this is a way, this is your own professional learning community, ask questions, support each other. And what's been super cool is we have teachers in there that have been teaching 20 years. Oh, nice. So it's not just new. It's not just new teachers. It's teachers that are just want us, you know, the last couple of years have been really hard. So let's do something new, take planning off your plate. We also have special ed teachers who are teaching older grades, but their kids are at a kindergarten level. Oh, so, nice. so it's, it's been really fun. There's a couple of resource teachers that are there. So I don't know. It's just been really a, a really special thing that's um, that I've started this year. For sure. For sure. Great for even teachers who are in first or second, maybe even third, because the name of the game in teaching is differentiating instruction. And you have those lower, lowest level learners. And these are the type of things that you need to like meet them where they're at. So I, this is, I mean, let me tell you what, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to need this next oh, year. Like I am in, first of all. Um, but it's okay. So you're going to do a little special thing for our listeners. I am. So give them the tea. Okay. So how this worked is I opened the doors in July and then the doors are closed. We haven't, you can't sign up, but I'm going to open the doors for your listeners for three days. I love it. So when can they get in if they want to do this? So August 16th, 17th and 18th, I will open the doors and you can sign up um, just within those three days. And then I'm going to close the doors for the rest of the year. So if you want in, if you want to get all the goodness, good, good stuff, (laughs) you gotta get in. Where do they go to find it? They can go to easiest way is going to be apples and ABCs, my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have the link in my profile there. Um, you can sign up, 
And yeah, it's month to month. So you could cancel if you, if it's not for you, um, no pressure that way. And yeah, it's just so fun. Thank you for doing this because there's so many teachers who are new to kindergarten. This is their first year teaching. They switch grade levels or even people who just are kind of like wanting to do like new stuff and bounce ideas yeah. off each other. Like this is important stuff. So thank you for doing this. That's really cool. Yes, of course. Michelle, as always, love having you on the podcast. You are the, oh my God. You're a two-timer now. I know. I need like a gold badge or something. You're a two-timer. I love it. Um, Go back and listen to Michelle's other episode on the podcast. It was like right when I was starting kindergarten. I know. I was like, <laughs> let me help you. It was great. <laughs> oh, okay. And you guys, you can go find Michelle. I totally encourage you to go check out her Instagram. It's apples and ABCs. Michelle Griffo. You don't want to miss it. She's got this like pop in ideas and she keeps it real too okay yes. it's not you know these mary poppins people who come in there acting like they're practically perfect in every way she's gonna tell you the real she's gonna tell you the raw she's gonna show you how her products work why they work and how they're not gonna work if you mess it up which is okay <laughs> because as lifelong learners you learn from your mistakes so true thank you for coming on i i love having you on it's been a pleasure Thank you for having me. Wanted to take a minute to thank our newest Patreon fans. Thank you so much for joining Patreon. That is how we keep the podcast going. You too can become a Patreon fan at patreon.com slash Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Dombrowski for only five bucks. That's less than a cup of coffee. Join us over there. And hello to our newest members, Amanda Romito, Aaron, just Aaron, Aaron Hayden, Trisha Weaver, Chloe Louise, Rachel Wistance, Courtney Sherman, Patty and Loves, Ree Buck, Hannah Bauer, Maria Buston, Mandy Frost, and Maggie Cully. Thank you guys so much for being Patreon fans. Truly, your support keeps the podcast going. You can become a Patreon too at patreon.com slash Hey, you guys, thank you for consistently listening to the Social Studies Podcast. I love each and every one of you. I hope this is bringing you some joy throughout your week, bringing you some good laughs because you deserve to laugh and have a good time. This world is crazy enough as it is. So thanks for joining me from this little escape from life. Let your shoulders relax and laugh because it is the best medicine. Go hug the ones that you love. Spend some time on you this week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.